I'm Tony Delangel, and welcome to the Gonstead Unfiltered Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to the Gonstead Unfiltered Podcast. Man, has it been a while. Man, we've been busy. What we're trying to do, it's been about a year, almost a year since I've stepped out of patient care and we're really trying to uh, scale the businesses to get it to a point where we get 10 clinics within, by the year 2031, operating the way that we do. Again, our mission is to change the way healthcare is delivered so patients don't have to suffer anymore. And that requires a lot of time and energy, really scaling everything to duplicate it across the board so we can operate within the Southwest region. So it's been a while, but before we get into what we're going to talk about today, I have a confession and I also have a story to tell you. So let me tell you about this confession first off. Now about, my son is 15 years old. My oldest son is 15 and uh, about 10 years ago, uh, if you look at my son right above his left eyebrow, he's got a scar mark there. And about 10 years ago, we were out at the range. I was uh, trying to zero in my scope. I was getting ready to go on a hunting trip. And so my son wanted to come with, and uh, what I let him do is I would let him fire my rifle. I'd put the stock of the rifle on my shoulder. I'd have it on a, a stand just so that way he can level out. I would hold everything for him. All he had to do was look through the scope and pull the trigger. So we went through about 10, 15 rounds, and everything was good. And then in the last, I think it was the last one, obviously it was like 10, 15 rounds of that, in the last one... He says, oh, one more, Dad, one more. I said, okay, fine, one more. We got to get going. And so he puts his uh, forehead right on the scope, all right? And so I, this entire time I'm telling him, all right, don't put your forehead on the scope. It's going to kick, and it's going to hit you in the head if you do that. Okay, Daddy, okay, Daddy. So the last one, what does he do? He tell a five-year-old he's going to forget very quickly. He puts his forehead on the scope. He pulls the trigger. The recoil comes back, hits him in the forehead, and I got these, uh, you know, the, the earmuffs on or whatever you want to call those. I, I have my earbuds in, so I couldn't hear him crying. And so I look down, and uh, I'm looking downrange at the site and trying to see everything, but then I look down, and he's got blood gushing down his face. So I go into my oh shit moment, right? I take off my headset. I get everything gathered up. I take a look at the cut, and I was like, oh, man, he's going to need stitches, so I take him to the ER, and, and, and imagine this, like, obviously, if you're a parent and you see your kid gushing with blood and you got to take him into the ER, you got to explain yourself, right? So I didn't even say anything, but we get in there, and the ER doctor takes one look at him, and he says, oh, looks like he got bit by the scope monster. And I was like, I looked at him, and I said, how did you know? And he goes, if it makes you feel any better... I did the same thing to my son. It's like he had to get three stitches right above his eyebrow there, kind of like on an arch shape there. And to this day, I mean, you can barely see it, but to this day, he still gives me a hard time. Hey, Dad, you remember when I was five years old and, and uh, uh, I had to get stitches because you told me not? Uh, and I was like, what do you mean I told you? So long story short, the whole purpose of that confession, folks, is that's, that was the last time that I actually used my health insurance. Literally, that was the last time. It's been 10 years. And I still remember, I think I had to pay like a $500 uh, deductible to, or to meet my deductible 
we had that catastrophic health insurance. We never really used our health insurance. So the whole purpose of me explaining that to you guys really is to just, it took me that long to actually use health insurance. Now, let me get into this story because this story, uh, it's like I said, it's been about a year now since I've stepped out of patient care. And their whole purpose was to scale the businesses. It takes a lot of time and energy to do that. So I don't get that patient interaction anymore. And if I do, it's only in passing with patients that are still in the office and I'm still in the office at the same time. And so I just happened to run into one of my patients that I'd seen for maybe 10, 12 years. And he was the owner of a big company, okay? Big company in town. He just recently retired about a year ago. So he retired around the same time that I, uh, I stopped seeing patients. But he was extremely responsible when it came to finances. He was extremely responsible. He retired, I believe it was at 58 years old. He did so well. It was a big company and he did so well with that company. He retired early. And, uh, you know, you get to know your patients over the course of time. And so I remember uh, having these conversations. I used to enjoy those conversations with them. And then I just saw him in passing not too long ago, just in the office, and he was hobbling in. I mean, literally just hobbling in. And I'm trying to figure out, like, I said, hey, what, what's going on? Like, were you in an accident or something? He says, oh, no, I, was just, I just finished up my second knee replacement. And I, I just had a stent put in not too a few months ago, too. I said, this is all within a year. You've had two knee replacements, and you had a stent put into your heart for a heart issue. And he's like, yeah, man, it's been a really rough year. He goes, I feel that all of my... All my money that I retired with is now going into healthcare and it's going into my health insurance and doing all this stuff. Now, let me give you a little bit of context to this story. This is a guy who I respect dearly, okay? But this is a guy who, no matter what I told him, because I mean, even back in the day, it's like, man, you got to move better. You got to do certain things so that way you don't lose the function of that joint. You got to do certain things. You got to eat better. You got to do all these things. And he's like, nope, I I have a budget. Uh, I'm fiscally responsible. I'm going to do all these things. But he always gave me resistance. You know, he always gave that resistance about only doing whatever his health insurance covered. That's just how he was, right? And obviously he did very well from a financial standpoint. So you know, from that aspect, sure, you know, he did, he did very well for himself. But I share this with you guys because it's a common thing that we hear from patients all the time. I only want to do what my health insurance covers. And, and, and so the whole purpose of that is we live uh, very passionately and we, we believe in, in, in very passionately about this subject, okay? So this is a very common thing that we hear from not just from this patient, but we also hear it from many patients, okay? But the common thing that I've seen as a provider for 18 years, okay, 18 years been doing this, and a common thing that we hear is is that, like, oh, well, I only want to do what my health insurance covers, but here's the thing. I've never seen a patient who is very healthy who has also made that comment. I've never seen a patient who says, I'll only do what my health insurance covers who's healthy. In 18 years, folks, that's amazing to me. Healthy people invest in their health. They invest in themselves. There's no greater investment in anything except for yourself. 
You should be constantly investing in yourself, whether it's your health, whether it's your finances, whether it's your fitness, whether it's your job, whether it's your education, always be investing in yourself. But think about this. If you see a man or a woman and they look 10 years younger than what they actually are, they're typically fit. They're typically muscular. Their belly doesn't hang over their pants. They have a certain level of focus about them. They have a certain level of drive and mental clarity about them. Their mind is clear. And let me ask you this, or let me say this. Ask them, how much time have you spent in hospitals over the years? What percentage of your day goes into your health, whether it's mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, nutritional? They're always putting in time for better health. And people say, man, I wonder how it must be in the genes. Oh, it's in the genes. Bullshit, folks. It's not in the genes. It's putting in that time. It's putting in that work. Now let's take a look at somebody who does say, oh, I only want to do what my health insurance covers. Number one, they're only doing what their health insurance covers. They only buy food that is edible, not necessarily nutritional. They only exercise if their health insurance is covering a gym membership. And even then, they may not be. They haven't hit a rock bottom yet. They haven't hit that point to want to do anything else differently than that because they haven't tasted what suffering is like yet. They're only getting by. They're not necessarily thriving. So, A common response, folks, a common response from people who only want to do what their health insurance covers. I feel fine. I'm good. I feel fine. I don't hurt. I'm not suffering. Is it that you feel fine? Or are you just asymptomatic? Think about that. Let me repeat that too. Is it that you're fine? Or is it that you feel asymptomatic. You don't have symptoms. That's all. Let me ask you guys something. What if you were to ask somebody, let's just say you know somebody who's had a heart attack. What if you were to ask them how they felt two days before the heart attack? Same goes for cancer. Same goes for an autoimmune disease. How did they feel just a few days before the incident actually happened, before they felt symptoms? By the time you feel something, it's already too late. By the time you even have pain, your tissues have been breaking down for months, if not years. So here's the reality of the situation. You're going to pay for your health one way or another, okay? That's the reality. You're going to pay for it one way or the other. Here's what I want you to understand. You can pay for it when there's no problem or when the problem is minor. Or you're going to pay for it down the road in your senior years. You'll pay for it in retirement. You'll pay for it with your memory. You're going to pay for it in a chronic disease. You're going to pay for it in a hip, a knee, or a shoulder replacement. You're going to pay for it with a spinal surgery. How many of you know someone who's living in a senior living home because they became more of a burden on their family members to take care of them? And then your family members have to start paying for it because now... Your quality of life has decreased 
And now the burden goes on them. Now they have to pay for it financially. Now they have to pay for it with their time and their energy, taking care of you because you can no longer take care of yourself. Think about the consequences of what I only want to do what my health insurance covers. Think about the consequences of that and what that's going to get you. Not only you, but your family and all your loved ones. This is what no healthcare provider is going to tell you. But this is the truth. And you want to know what the disconcerting part about all of this is? This ultimately comes down to control. When you are weak, you can be controlled. When you are broke, you can be controlled. When you are obese, you can be controlled. When you are depressed, you can be controlled. When you are in pain, you can be controlled. When you are suffering, you can be controlled. And when you can be controlled, big food, big pharma, big TV, big government, big insurance wins and the monopoly begins. Big foods comes in and says, here, eat this shitty food. Big Pharma rolls around the corner and says, oh, you're sick? Okay, take this pill. And while you're at it, we're going to throw a ton of money at Big TV so that way they can spread nonsense about what health really is. And in the end, big government and big insurance is controlling what's covered under your insurance plan, telling you what you can and cannot do. That's the reality, folks. Are you being controlled? Are you being manipulated? Oh, well, it's not covered under your insurance. Okay, then don't do it. That's what they want. They don't want you to do it. So you can't thrive. You want to know something? Like, there's nothing greater in life when you can look at somebody who tries to tell you to live a certain way and try to control your life, and you can tell them, screw you. I am thriving. I am powerful. I am abundant. I am healthy. I am doing the things necessary to live a purpose-driven life. What if, health, what if health insurance covered real food for everyone? What if your copay was reduced and your health insurance premiums were reduced if you showed consistent health improvements over the course of time with exercise? What if government made it mandatory to be outside getting sunshine for a minimum of two hours a day? What if your health insurance covered things like hyperbaric oxygen therapy and red light therapy so that way you can produce the energy that is needed to, re- uh, to recover and to regenerate and heal your body? This would never happen. You want to know why? Because shoulder, hip, and knee replacements would go down. Less people would die. Less people would be uh, depressed. Less people would be obese. Less people would have autoimmune diseases. Less people would be suffering. And then you can't make money. That's the reality of this situation, folks. So for most people, the reality is you have not hit rock bottom yet. A person who's had a heart attack, you don't have to tell them to eat better. A person who's suffering with pain, you don't have to tell them to stretch or exercise or move more. A person who's bankrupt, you don't have to tell them to be more fiscally responsible. They've tasted the pain. They don't want to go back to that level of suffering anymore. So when are you going to hit your rock bottom? Because at rock bottom, that's when change is actually going to happen. This is where the change happens, folks. When are you going to hit rock bottom? When are you going to be so sick and tired of being sick and tired that you're actually willing to make that change? 
And yes, it will take more time. It will take more energy. It will take more money. I was thinking about this the other day. I spend a shit ton of money on clean, organic food. A ton of money on health. Why? Because my family is important. It is my responsibility not only to provide for my family, but to give them the necessary things to live and thrive, to live with abundant energy, to live with purpose, to live with clarity, to live with functionality into their senior years. It is my job to set them up. So not only would I be failing myself, I'm failing my family, and I couldn't live with that. How many of you are okay with living like that? Folks, if you haven't figured it out yet, we are passionate about this topic. We literally watch people degenerate when they live by this, I'm only going to do what my health insurance covers theory. Our goal is to change the way healthcare is delivered so people don't have to suffer anymore. So they have their memory when they get old. So they have their energy. So they can still walk, run, jump, and throw into their senior years. So they can still live with purpose near the end of their life. That's living. That's thriving. That's what this is all about. So think about that, folks. And if this kind of made you uncomfortable, good. We did what we wanted to do. At some point, the truth is going to hurt. Are you hobbling around? Man, I'll tell you right now, if you're dealing with impotence problems and all these different things in your 40s, that's a big red flag. Ladies, if you're already going through menopause in your 40s, that's a big red flag. You can pay for it now, or you can pay for it down the road in your senior, live, uh, senior years when the quality of your life has gone down drastically and you no longer enjoy life. You want to know what's scary? It's that right there. Getting to the point where you no longer enjoy life because you can't do anything. So the next time we hear or say, well, I only want to do what my health insurance covers. Who is it really affecting? Is it affecting you? Is it affecting your family, your friends, your loved ones, the burden you put on them down the road? Think about that pain. So if you're living with this mentality, we are here to help you overcome that so you can get that piece of your life back that you've been looking for. Folks, I hope you enjoy these podcasts. This I missed. It's been a while. I missed doing this podcast because there's so much information we want to share with you guys. And there's so many different things really from a mental aspect to get you over the hump. But we always we always say, oh, well, you know, um, I only want to do what my health insurance covers. I only have, you know, financially it's this. There's always ways like if people have heart attacks, they're going to find ways to eat better. When people suffer something drastic in life, they're going to find ways to not feel that pain anymore. This has to mean no different, folks. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, folks, we just ask you, share it. Please give us a five-star rating so we can help spread this message to those people who are being controlled. Life isn't about being controlled. Don't be weak. You dictate your terms. You dictate your life. You dictate your energy. You dictate how much you want to thrive in this world. So, folks, until next time, we'll see you then. <music>